You're listening to Speech at Home, a podcast that offers tips and ideas for parents of children with speech and language disorders. I'm your host, Anna Cuderi, and I'm a speech and language pathologist. You're listening to episode 10, and in this episode, I wanted to talk about lisps. So there's four main types of lisps. There's the interdental lisp, which is when they substitute the TH sound for an S or a Z. So for example, let's say they want to say sun, it would sound like fun. And that's the lisp I'll be talking about in this episode and giving tips on and how to practice the correct S with your child at home if they have an interdental lisp. And I just wanted to really briefly go over the other types of lisps that I'll probably do in later episodes. So there's the dentalized lisp too, and this occurs, it's when your child pushes their tongue against their front teeth. So again, with my son example, instead of son, it would become thun. And so it sounds a little distorted when they do that, and that would be the dentalized lisp. Um, Then you have the lateral lisp, and this is when the airflow isn't going out the front of the mouth, but it's more going out laterally. So it's coming out of the sides of their mouth. And when the kids have this kind of lisp, um, their S's might sound a little wet or it might sound a little slushy, and this is because the airflow isn't flowing the way it should be. So an example of a lateralized lisp instead of sen would be sen, shen, sh, shen. So it's that really slushy sound. Um, And then the last one is a palatal lisp. So this is when the middle of their tongue makes contact with their soft palate or um, with the roof of their mouth when they're trying to make the S sound. So instead of sen, it would be shen, shen. So again, it sounds a little distorted. Um, those are the other three types of lisps. But like I said, in this episode, I'll be talking about the interdental lisp, which is when the TH sound is substituted for S or Z. And again, an example of that would be sun for sun. Um, so I wanted to talk about three three ways that I practice correct S production in my therapy sessions and three simple tips that you can do at home with your child. So the first one is I like to use a verbal cue and this is something like, okay, you have to keep the snake behind the cage, the snake being their tongue and the cage being their teeth. So when you say this, you're reminding them to keep their tongue behind their teeth or if you could even say make sure you keep the lion in the cage. Um, Just whatever you want. Just make it fun for them. But like I said, this is a reminder for them to keep their tongue behind their teeth because once their tongue comes out and goes between their teeth, it turns into a TH sound. So that's what you really want to avoid. And as long as they're pulling their tongue back behind their teeth, their S's are going to sound a lot better. Second, I like to give another verbal cue, which is I tell them to smile when they're producing the S sound. And this kind of keeps their teeth closed while they're producing the sound. But with this one, this is more like the first step because when you just tell them to smile and produce their S's, it, it becomes a little distorted. So for example, sun, if I'm smiling, it would sound like, Sun, sun, sun. And this kind of turns into one of the other lisps. So I really use this cue to smile as a first step just for them to keep their tongue behind their teeth. So it's kind of like the first step to 
producing a correct S. And then if it starts to become a little distorted, then I work on opening their mouth while they're saying it, but still reminding them to keep their tongue behind their teeth. Because like I said, once the tongue comes out and between the teeth, it turns into that, that interdental lisp. And then my last one is just to make them more aware of where their tongue should be placed. So you can do this by taking like a little dum-dum lollipop or even your finger or have them put their finger and you want to show them the placement or have them feel the placement of where their tongue tip should be when they're producing the S sound. And this is on their alveolar ridge. So if you don't know what that is, that's the bumpy part of your palate right behind your teeth, which is also where the T sound is produced. So the T sound. So if you think about it, the T sound and the S sound are produced kind of the same. The only difference is that the S sound is a continuing sound, which is called a fricative. And the T sound is a stop sound. So when you do T, it stops. So T, T, T. And then when you do the S sound, it's a continuous sound. So if you do T, T, T and continue that, it becomes T, 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 and it becomes an S sound. So you just really want to make them aware of where the where they're placing their tongue. And um, this tends to help a lot with a lot of my clients that I'm working on lisps with. So... Just in summary, the three tips that I had in this episode were to give them a verbal cue to keep their snake behind the cage or snake in the cage or lion or tiger behind the cage, which is just to remind them that their tongue shouldn't be poking out between their teeth because it turns into the TH sound. And then second tip was to have them smile because this keeps their teeth together and it doesn't when their teeth are together there's not really the opportunity for their tongue to come out between the teeth and make the th sound but like i said with this one you kind of have to be careful because it could result in another distorted s but it is a good first step to just teaching them that that tongue stays behind the teeth and then once they get that you can have them start opening their mouth and doing s s s and then the third tip is to remind them where they are placing their tongue or just reminding them of the placement of their tongue, which is at the alveolar ridge. And with this one, you can have them start out by making the T sound, so T. And then after making the T sound, just remind them, where is your tongue where you make the T sound? Okay, now let's put our tongue there when we produce the S sound. So those are my tips for getting your child to produce the S sound correctly if they have an interdental lisp. Um, if you're able to try some of these tips with your child, let me know how that goes and feel free to leave a review and find me on Instagram at slp.resource. Thank you for listening to Speech at Home.